Woo! celebrating today on the ranch really special show because you know i am on a search around the globe for the best americana uh, music out there and i'm looking for indie artists and they're a special breed us indie artists um because we can't we do everything ourselves you know we're like a one-man machine um but there's some really really good music out there that i want to expose you to But we learned somewhere along the line that when we band together and work together and support each other, that we are a force, that we can compete and be heard without having to go to a major label to take all our profits anyway. So tonight I have a really big innovator on that in that area. Um, If you've ever heard of the International Singer Songwriter Association, they are everywhere and you should find them if you haven't. Uh, But some of the best talent is now gravitating to organizations like this and supporting each other rather than competing with each other and tearing each other down. And Tammany has been at the forefront of kind of this movement of kind of organizing us. But she is actually a talented songwriter. And today that is what we celebrate. So without further ado, everyone. Here's Tammany Dove. Yay! How are you? Oh, man, I'm good. Good. Good, good. I can hear you and see you, so yay. (laughs) You know what? Last week, I couldn't say that. It was was a pretty (laughs) I was texting uh, my vice president, Troy, because this is part of Blast Music 24-7. He's my producer. And I'm like, get me back into the studio. I don't know. Oh, no. But he got me back in. I'm getting good at, at good. Not said, we're women, we're smart, we'll figure it out. <laughs> no, that's it. You know, we are a clever group. We are a clever group. So oh, I'm so happy to be, I have a whole hour of you all to myself. Like who's talking about the <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, yeah, what do you, and like I said, I'm not used to really talking about myself. I hate talking about myself. I'm better at talking about you guys and all the independent artists we have now. 16,400 members in ISSA worldwide. What? You could not have known that five years ago. I would, I would be like, nah. And believe it or not, I have been with you most of the journey mm-hmm. as a kind of original founder. 
Um, you know, I was looking for you know, groups to be supportive of each other. And I just fell in love with ISO almost instantly. But the growth you've had um, and your songwriting, you said, is very recent, kind of it evolved almost with your growth of ISO. It did. It did. I started writing. And then um, once I realized, well, <clears throat> let me back up and tell you how I you want to know how I started. Sure. Uh, so back up. So my mom, when I mom, you know, my mom was a music row, you know, they call her mama dev on music row in Nashville. So I grew up in the music industry, but you know, like I said, until five or six years ago, I really didn't know I could write a good song. I used to write just fart around kind of thing. And then I went to my son who was studying to be a sound engineer. Now he's a really good one, obviously, but, um, and then a band himself. But I, I remembered when I was younger, my mom took me to lunch one day when she worked at Tree Publishing Company with this guy. His name, he was really, really nice. His name was Eddie Miller. And Eddie Miller founded the Nashville Songwriters Association International right there on Music Row, NSAI. And I thought, you know, I went to my mom. So she was still here. She passed a couple of years ago. But I was like, Mom, you know, I growing up in the music biz, I'm like, I can write pretty good songs. I'm playing around with it with my son and he's doing some mixing and I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm like, I'm, what do I do? You know, so I went to mom first because I knew she would know. She's like, go check out an SAI. You know, Eddie Miller, he had passed away, you know, like 10 years ago or so. But she's like, you remember him? And he started that. And, you know, go check it out. Blah, blah, blah. So I went into their office, <clears throat> which happened to be right across the street from where I used to work in Nashville. Where I used to work on Music Road, too. And uh, and I was like, so what do I do? I'm, I'm new and I was like green. And then I mean, I'm from here and I grew up in the music business, but I don't know what to do now that I'm going to be a so-called songwriter. Right. And they were like, well, first you need to pay us four hundred dollars a year. What? For what? Wait, for what? They didn't what? Do that. Eddie was alive. I'm like, where did this come? Well, we have to pay for the building. We have to pay for the, you know the staff and I mean they had a beautiful two-story it's where Alabama used to record I just know that place but I thought $400 well what 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 like what 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 comes with that right uh well you know you can use our rooms our you know have writing rooms here and I'm like I write at my house I have a home studio I don't need to come here right <laughs> so anyway I, I left with this beautiful printed brochure and all that NSA has been there since 1969 I was like yeah, a little kid when they started, but I thought, hmm. So I came home from that visit and I was like, there's got to be something else out there that's not $400 a year that I could be a part of that would, you know, help do what we're doing now. And I'm like, you know what? I went to sleep that night and I dreamt this. I dreamt about ISSA. I, it was a dream. It really was. So I woke up the next morning and I started creating the name and then I called a friend of mine who's a music row attorney who helped me trademark the name and then I designed the logo and then I started putting you know social media stuff together and it was really just a dream but it I wanted something that would help all of us singer songwriters for free not four hundred dollars a year you know and it, it doesn't cost anything to have like a Facebook page and to do Twitter, you know, just to get it out there. And I mean, I know I, I send out like membership cards and stuff like that. I, I do we do trivia and there, there's a obviously there's a cost involved with like our website and our, you know, trademark, whatever. But I thought, you know what? And my husband, Jim, he goes, well, 
you're going to start this thing. You're going to, you're going to fund it. I'm like, yeah. So whatever. He's like, I need to take up golf. I'm retired. I can do this. And this is way more fun. So, so I just, uh, I just started with, you know, a handful of friends going, Hey, I'm going to start this thing, this organization. I've LLC'd it. I've gotten all the copyright stuff together. I'm just going to run with it. And then, uh, I thought, and then, you know, we're going to have a, a, an orchard every year just to highlight everybody's work, you know, just, have a platform for everybody to see them. And then when my friend, I have friends at BMI in Nashville, they heard I was doing it and they turned me on to our venue, which is right here in Atlanta where they have the BMI awards. They're like, you should go have it where we have ours. I'm like, well, yeah. And then and they came down to help me. <laughs> so like BMI reps and A&R people down here could just, you know, cause they, we, we hang out at the same places. And I'm like, that's what I wanted. I wanted to create something that, um, we could all do and, and our chapter like representatives in every I think we've got like 200 reps now in every corner of the world, the Ivory Coast and Germany and Italy and all that. Stuff. But I wanted it to be a, a supportive community. You know what I'm saying? Where people collaborate. Uh, if you have questions like I did for starting out, you know, how do I copyright? Who do I talk to? How do I meta tag my songs? How do I get them on radio stations? What what radio stations can I send them to? You know, we've got this extensive list of radio stations for you to send them out to and just vast opportunities magazine radio record label tv on roku i wanted to billboards you know we're trying to do everything to uh, if you put in the work we're going to help you be seen period and i got i used to be a cheerleader i'm like i got we're going to make some noise and i got a big mouth (laughs) you are a great cheerleader you're a great cheerleader which is why i'm now going to bring this back to your songwriting okay 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 Because you're you're creating this amazing community, and there's nothing better than talking songwriting with another songwriter. Yeah, it is really cool because nobody understands the processes like someone else is going through it. You know, so being in a room full of other songwriters sitting and talk. So let's start with um, the first video that we're going to play is all things southern. So I asked everyone who's on the show, this is an Americana show, right? Why that style of writing? Why country music? Why Americana? Because I'm from Nashville and everything I I, actually, everything I sing kind of comes out country, whether I want it to be rock or whatever, pop or anything, (laughs) because of my accent, I can't help. But uh, I just, I was thinking one day, um, you know how you, you, I, I dream a lot of my songs. I'll wake up and start, I have a, pad paper and pad right beside my nightstand and i woke up and just started writing everything down because i found myself using all the phrases that i grew up with or my parents we, we grow up with you know the sweet potato pie and like <laughs> things we say in the south kind of thing and it just right. kind of went from there and i had my guitar and i was like three chords let's just do something funny it was just for fun and believe it or not that was one of the first ones that i ever ever finished like you know one of the very first ones my mom my mom loved it she was just like oh my god I love that and it's gotten the most uh I think mean, I don't know it's got a lot of views but I like I, said, I don't like to call myself I just had fun with it and uh yeah I, I tried to do uh, um and that's just some rock I'm not a rock band so there's you know but again when I sing my hubby says you can't everything you sing is going to come out like country because of your accent 
Unless I'm screaming. Although, although you don't have to twang to be the same country. I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, true, true, true. true. That. I think the opposite would be true. Like you could twang, you could sing rock and roll with your Southern southern accent. You could. You, you could if you're screaming. Like I say, if you're just what but, but you know, in this in this rock band that we, you know, we do like 70s, 80s kind of stuff, and I'm doing like hearts and some Stevie Nicks and you know, those kind of things. So when, when I'm singing, I'm doing you know songs like that, cover songs and things like that. But we do some of mine too. And when we get back, and you know what's funny? This is so funny. I, I can remember lyrics to every song when I'm when we're when the band, every, all of them, like Stevie Nicks, you know, Rihanna, all these songs I can remember. When I get to singing one of mine, <laughs> the lyrics to my own song. <laughs> is it weird? They're like playing the introduction seven times. You remember the first line? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I remember everybody else's lines, and then I go to sing mine, and I'm like, oh crap, I wrote that. How can I not? Can I not remember that? Yeah. So anyway, but anyway, I, I don't know. It was just a, uh, it was just a fun project, and then you know, as I continued to learn uh new things from I had a vocal coach and I had uh Brent Baxter my friend in Nashville was like think about writing commercially or, or you know watch your um what did he say he was like watch your song titles make sure your song titles aren't like a whole sentence you know I was learning things like that make them short and sweet and, and, and mysterious so people will want to listen to it you know the song titles and stuff I'm like oh that's cool I think my I, biggest, I, I made that mistake once <laughs> I wrote a song about, uh, I was thinking about the one that got away in high school, you know? Yeah. And I wrote a song about it and I said it to him and it was obvious because the song was called It Should Have Been You. <laughs> oh, and? Yeah, he he didn't respond for quite a while. It was pretty funny, actually. Um, <laughs> we talked about it. We finally like met up and talked about it. I'm like, that really freak you out. And he's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years and then you come out and you drop this and it's like what do you do with it but wow. I, learned, I learned a big lesson about song titles <laughs> right well and and you know I, I i'm sure you've had this too as a songwriter you you come out with something new and your friends are like did you write that about me everybody in my band's like did you write that about me i'm like what when you're a songwriter they think you're what who's that about well what's behind that one of the backstory to every single one and i'm like oh. Some of them, yeah, have a, you know, have a backstory, but I was taught at nine years old. My mom was the manager for Roger Miller and he was the sweetest man I ever knew. And we would spend time together in her office and, you know, I'd go to the studio with him and that kind of stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he said to me, and this was when I was nine. He's like, if you ever write a song and I, it just blew up, you know, you don't think about stuff. And, and Roger was just a nice guy. He wasn't anybody famous to me. I grew up with people, you know, that were famous. And I just, mom said they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like we do. But looking back now, I'm like, this was just such good advice. He said, always write a song or, or do anything when you're emotional, happy, sad, whatever. When you're emotional about it, it'll come out perfect every time. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. I just, Right over my head and now that i'm writing i'm like duh all all this all these uh uh comments and stuff when i was growing up are just starting to pour in and i'm like wow okay that was deep but i'm starting to remember it you know right when you're emotional right when you're this or when you're mad you know you're writing the song or whatever but we always write from our emotions don't we most of the time you know the country songs are crying in my beer because my girlfriend left me <laughs> right 
Yeah. No, that's that's really true. And I know like even if you're going from a song prompt, if you can't get to that emotion or attach an emotion to it, you're not going to be able to write the song. Right. You know? right. So it has to be about emotion. Otherwise, you're not touching anybody. Yeah. You know. So let's uh, touch somebody right now. Okay. <laughs> Southern. Thank you. here on the ranch with Tammany Dove and we are uh, streaming from Blast 24-7 Music and we are going across six or seven platforms and it's Woo! interactive yeah so people that are watching and I can tell some people are watching I don't get updates from all sites but we do get all comments so if you like what you're hearing just let us know about it just write in the comments and we'll 
throw it right up there for you. We can talk about it if you have any questions. So thank you for joining us on the ranch here with Tammany. So that was a beautiful song. Thank you. And I love the covered bridges. Oh yeah, those are actually um, where they were actually filming that one day where Sleepy Hollow was being filmed here, filmed here in Atlanta. It's the same same covered bridge in a lot of the Sleepy Hollow episodes, so it was kind of neat. Oh, that is kind of neat. I know they have um, that one movie, The Bridges of Madison County. That, but that's up north, right? That's yeah. There's a lot of this is like Atlanta's the new film industry down here. We're like the new Hollywood. There's tons of filming going on down here all the time. It's crazy. We had to walk dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a Google cluster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we got that's where we make a good clusters and Jack Daniels. Ooh. Jack Daniels. Of course, I'm okay. in Georgia. So we're, uh, we got peaches and peanuts down here in Georgia. Peaches so. and peanuts. I have the Martin factory one one oh, mile from my house. Come on right over. On. I, I'll, I'll take you on a tour. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, for proposing that I want a Google cluster. <laughs> you know, your song actually made me hungry. Oh, <laughs> all the food. Probably. Isn't it so funny when we think of our childhoods in our hometowns, like yeah. sometimes we think of foods. Yeah. Like, you, know, you go, I missed this. I missed this. Yeah. I got my, we got our eyes to say mascot right here. There's a willy. There he is. Look how cute. What is he, a Pomeranian? Yeah. He's like our eyes to say mascot. He's like, I got to be in your nap. I'm like, okay. Okay, sit down. <laughs> Yours is good. My dog, I grabbed the guitar in my studio and he is at the furthest point in my No, car. he loves it. He'll be like, oh, I just, yeah. A lot of times it'll put him to sleep though. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> now mine, mine, mine's hard on the ego. He's like, oh yeah, my God. Right. And he runs. And I'm like, no, then, we gotta wait to stop. <laughs> I was Skyping. I was doing a live stream with like a bunch of musicians. Yeah. And every time my friend Kevin DeFeo came on, he'd come into the room. And I was like, are you kidding me? Kevin comes on, you come in the room, I go on, and he's like somewhere else. <laughs> so is it, I, I have a quick question, because now, I mean, everybody's talking about this uh, blast of cold air. Is it cold where you are? It's bad. It's, it's um, 20 degrees. Wow. It's supposed to get like down to uh, wind chill be zero here in Atlanta. Yeah, it's coming way south. Yeah, well, we have some, I have some friends in um, uh, big records that are up in uh, British Columbia. Yeah. And they're in the negative, like negative 20s. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin, had, Wisconsin had minus 74. I actually had lunch with Tim and uh, Tim Steinreck and Mark Rosner up in Vancouver on our way back from a trip. Yeah. I, I think I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. I yeah. We up there. had a nice little power lunch talking about stuff. For you guys, for all you guys. Yeah, yeah. Always scheming those guys. They, they like you. They're like you. Like your head's always going. Like it does. And people like you ever sleep? I'm like no. Sleep's overrated. It is. It is. A whole lot of time for that. Yeah, right. A whole lot of time for that. But I have learned that I have to stop and take an idea and run with expand it. Like I can't go from one to the other to the other. Yeah. You know, oh, you got to finish projects. 
Yeah, I gotta like map it out. Okay, I have a song coming out. I'm doing this, 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 and this. And this. Yeah. You know, okay, focus fine. on it. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm I, not I, a good. good. I, I'm just not a great multitasker, I guess. <laughs> it I have, doesn't I have, matter. I ever take making out lists, lists every morning, list. Yeah. I I find that the older I get, the more important that list becomes. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a good day when you just have a few check marks, you know. Right, right. As and as a songwriter, it's funny because um, my husband and I will be driving somewhere, da, 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 and he'll say something off the cuff, and he'll go, "Ooh, that could be in a song." <laughs> okay, always, you're always you're, getting you're, out the phone. I just always going, "Yeah, oh, that could be a song." Wow. And then I find out it already has. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But then again, there's so many breakup songs. They're always right. need a good breakup song, uh, you know, a good heartache song. Yeah. You know, songs that you can resonate with when you're mad, like Alanis Morissette. Oh, <laughs> Turn man. Turn you're mad and, you know. So. And I don't yeah. know why people are so down on, they're like, oh, no, I had to go to, they made me listen to Taylor Swift. I'm like, she's a great songwriter. She's won a lot of uh, you know, awards. They're like, oh, and somebody asked me the other day, they're like, why don't you give out 50 awards? Like they give Taylor Swift. I'm like, because then wouldn't that be just like, I went to the Grammys one year, my mom and I went and she had people there that were nominated and, and we were there for like, it was way too long. It's like 12, 13 hours. They go on all day and all night. It's like a weekend long thing thing. And I'm like, I don't want to do anything that feels good for that long, you know, much less. Right. <laughs> Right. Oh my goodness. So when I just yeah, because there's a lot of awards that are being handed out that we never see on TV. Right. So you're like, oh, this artist got uh, a Grammy or whatever, an Oscar or whatever, and it wasn't broadcast, and they don't get really the recognition for it. Yeah. You know. So we keep ours to three hours. You're out of there in three hours, and we go party. Yeah, we do. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and you get on Roku TV on our TV channel, so everybody does. Everybody that you know, when you did your acceptance speech because you won last year, it's on our TV channel. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I remember what going to one, and, and of course my friend uh, Bobby Masano. I think you met him. He's a he's a legendary guitarist with tons of really big bands. Uh, he was one of our presenters this last year, and he. He was like, they, they're still doing it at the Grammys. He was, he was like, man, my butt got sore sitting there for nine hours in one place. I had to get up late. Did they, did they take breaks to eat? I mean, how does that work? You have to. I mean, there's restrooms, there's drinking there. And that's why a lot of people just go and get drunk. Because <laughs> by the time they call, oh, they call my name, they get up there and take the award and they're smashed. You know, it just happens. Yeah, right. It happens. Especially with the rockers. Like, yeah, just smashed. But yeah. It's just right. so long, but yeah, I, I wanted to make ours um, coveted. I don't want to be the biggest. I don't want to be the largest. I don't want to be the longest. I just want to be the best. And, you know, not just anybody can get one of ours. We only give out, you know, 25. Right. I really do appreciate that you, you kind of spread the love. Like there's a lot of good indie talent getting recognized. And it's just it's not one Taylor Swift taking home, like, you know, you know, yeah, and the same people can't win every year because the gold winners can't. They gotta, yeah, they gotta back out for a couple of years. That's right. And then let somebody else get a chance. That way, you don't have the same winners all the time, or the same. Yeah, like the Taylor Swift all the time taking them all. You know, it's like, dang, <laughs> give somebody else a chance. Come on. 
Right. So, yeah. And I, I tried to look at that from from a, a songwriter perspective and not like the people who are running those shows and stuff aren't songwriters. Yeah, they're business they're, machines. They're machines. Yeah, they're, they're not even musicians. Yeah. They're like, so I'm looking at it as I'm in the audience. You know, what would I want as a songwriter? I would want for, you know, people not to, the same people that I win all the time. I don't want to sit there all day. Uh, just short and sweet. Give me my thing and let me be on my way. <laughs> let me say my speech. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, give me a chance. And, yeah, and don't let the same people win. So I'm looking at it from your point of view. You know what I mean? No. Well, let me ask you this, because this yeah. next song coming up has a really strong theme. Do you think that way when you're writing? Like, let me write something yes. powerful that. Tell me about peace. Oh, okay. So peace um, started out to be uh, an anthem for a friend of mine. Uh, mm. And it started with a few lyrics from uh, a Baptist hymnal that I turn, I, I rewrote it. It was some, some songs from the, I just opened a page in the middle of my, one of my hymnals that I had growing up. It's really old. And I just grabbed this one little line. And from that line, I wrote everything else around it. And yeah, it was meant to be, you know, kind of a, everybody needs to stop and just breathe, you know, just slow down and yeah, and, and think about because it, it kind of goes back to the resonating thing of you know you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring so just you know enjoy it today kind of thing. Right, but, right. It, but it started out to be um, just kind of a thing for a friend of mine who was who was passing. So, and we played it at her funeral. So, oh my yeah. goodness, yeah. So anyway, it's just what are you looking at? All right, let's listen to some peace. Okay. Thank you.
music 24 7 across six platforms Yay. so if you're with us tonight um you could you could uh comment and we'll be able to see it where we are and if you'd like to be on the show there's a banner annoyingly running across the show uh my website forward slash shows and you can fill out a form and you could join us on the ranch so hope to see you there so we're here with tammany uh who's founder of isa but also a, an amazing songwriter in her own right. And that was just such a powerful song, especially with the video. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Know, you. There's just a lot of chaos going on in the world right now. You know, we just need a little peace. <laughs> you know, it's a good time to be a folk writer. <laughs> right? You know, really? all these good, good protest songs and... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of folksy, but yeah, you're you're asking. You know, I, usually I have a, a theme, or I wake up, you know, having dreamt something, and then I'll write something from that. You know, there's so many creative people. You, you know, you you met them, a lot of them at the award show this last year. Uh, there was so much talent under one roof; it blows my mind. And it's just, I mean, some of the the videos that they the judges had to look through, they're like, man, it's I can't even listen, I can't even. Oh, they had a task before them because you know, and these are people that uh, you know should should be. Um, it, of course, they're not on these major labels because they take all our money, right? Um, yes, they we do. Want, we want them. We want yeah. their careers to just super excel, and uh, some of them are. You know, some of them have turned down record label deals. So they're like, no, I just want to stay independent like Taylor Swift and uh, do my own thing and not give you all my money. So yeah, and that was one thing that when I talked to Rick Barker about it, um, he's like, you know, Taylor, is, he's he's 
Taylor Swift's former manager because she decided to do, you know, her, her parents and herself. They're like, we can do this. And he's like, you can do this. And he's, you know, a, a beacon for you can do this. You don't need a manager. You don't need a label. You don't need any of that. You can do this yourself with, we have internet now. And of course, when Eddie Miller, when I was nine, we didn't have internet. And they, you know, now that we have internet, we've got international instead of. And he'll show you how, and he, and he'll point you know, point it out and he'll also kind of give you direction on where not to go. Right. You know, right, there's right. a lot of people out there with handouts. Yes. yes. You know, with with handouts and no. oh thank you, star. And you know, yeah. if you're a musician, you gotta get the stars out of your eyes and understand the business of it all. And it's a grind. Right. It, is, it is. And I think there's a, a you know a lot of people that are trying to follow that brass ring maybe. And, you know, I learned that um, from just being around a lot of it my whole life, that if you, if people start telling you how to write your music, then you, you lose your creative side. It's like, Oh, well, I need to write more commercially. I need to do this. I need to, don't, don't tell me what I need to write. I write because that's what I, you know what I mean? It, it right. kind of deters your creativity. I, I think in my opinion, you need to write for you, but you know, do what you want don't 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 conform to the what the labels want kind of thing or what's what's selling what's commercial what's whatever right. why we have you know like our friend mac macintosh with um the sync ops he's got all these opportunities for people wanting to you know use our music to license it sync up for tv and movies and whatever you know you never know what they're looking for and you know submit it a lot of the, the opportunities we've had were for free i mean he's it's like five bucks a month or something like that ridiculously low but he pitches I'm, like, I'm writing that down yeah. yeah he pitches our music uh to you know tvs gaming uh you know movies whatever and uh about i don't know if you know this or not, but about oh, uh, my second year into this uh, i got a sync licensing a really good one it was like four grand for Hallmark, it was a Hallmark. Yeah, they even did Christmas cards with my the whole thing, and um, it was uh, no stopping me now. Was my song was no stopping me now? But they they I got a thing from Song Trader. I signed up for Song Trader, and they were like, "You have a new uh, balance or whatever," and it was in my email. And I'm like, "What?" They used it in a Hallmark movie, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, what I'm doing is right." Okay, I'm I'm going the right direction. Right. Uh, it's hard to put my music out there everywhere, and you know, for something random like that. But yeah, you have to 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 have opportunities like that is is what we're trying to make sure all of us, you know, like, hey, sign up for this, or you know, pitch your music here, or pitch it there. The more places we can get you heard, and we can get ourselves heard, because uh, we're all in this together. Yay! And there's a lot to go around i mean they're not going to get bored with all you know sixteen thousand four hundred of us coming at them every day right 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 no it's, it's true it's true when there are what a hundred like hundred and sixty thousand songs a day are uploaded on the spotify yeah. you know and we could compete with each other or we could share the wealth you know right you right. don't know what they're looking for and me putting yeah. you down isn't going to make my song fit the scenario right 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 Right. You know, exactly. And, you know, yeah, nothing to be gained with that. Yeah. And there's some songs that you'd be, you know, they may not be your cup of tea or whatever, but you never know. They, they, there was one, I was watching a movie. It was kind of a, a like a thriller movie, like last weekend or something. And I, learned, I heard this track and I'm like, that is really funky, but it, it worked. It worked with the, the theme of the, I'm like, whoever wrote that was really creative. 
and uh that's you know you just you, you what i'm saying is basically don't limit your creativity when you're writing write for you write what you want to write not what you right. know because you never know and that's you know. why i ask about the style of music country because there are song structures and yeah. beats and you know um certain beats per per minute per that's usually country or it could go to that and yeah certain things that they look for and there's a lot of different options but so you know certain people gravitate and and you write what you like where your heart is you know i mean look at look at wagon wheel Darius Rucker, three chords i mean really when i first heard that i'm like okay that's the most boringest country song two chords two chords you know, yeah whatever and and like look how it did I'm like, and now, you know, people request it at Tootsie's when you're on Broadway in, in Nashville. I'm like, oh, it's like Wagon Wheel. <sighs> yeah, but you just, you ne so you never know. I mean, and it could be that, of course, Darius was with Hootie and the Blowfish. He had a little bit of, you know, uh, power behind him when he put that out. But, you know, still. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, needless to say. Um, right. Yeah. So what I have a question for you. So what do you see? What do you see? What are your biggest challenges being as a songwriter in this industry today? What do you see? Um, as I think I, you know, it started with with the COVID lockdown. Yeah. You had no access to fans and the whole industry kind of shifted and everything went digital. And, you know, my fans to me are everything. So I want to find fans, people who would be interested in liking my music and um, start playing more. Like um, I've done radio tours for radio stations that are playing my music. So it's kind of reaching my audience. Yes. Yeah. I always the biggest challenge and, and monetizing from that, you know, hopefully yeah. that comes with it, you know, but it's always connecting with fans. Yeah. It's all about the song and connecting with fans. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, COVID kind of, you know, it kind of messed with us a little bit too, but it also gave people time at home to be creative and, you know, and learn about new things. I think the, the one of the things that I found out that I didn't know um, was how much there was to be learned or, you know, or every single day i mean i'm still learning when you stop learning you stop living i think oh you um, do you do i just you know, I was YouTubing things i was asking my son you know he's like get this audio box thing and you know send me your daw i'm like what the heck is a daw it's mom it's a digital audio workstation you've got to have that you got to set up your studio like this and you got to no 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 and all this stuff it was just like was having to learn you know i wanted to learn you know a lot of the stuff that he knew um but we were using he was using like pro tools and i was using like studio once so we're trying to integrate the two it's like google and iphone you know try to talk to each yeah. other but i was like okay so he's like teaching me here i am you know his mom and my kids teaching me all kind of cool stuff but i didn't realize how much like meta tagging and all this you know technical stuff that you really technical need to know too yeah I learned there's a big difference between not being able to do something and not wanting to do something. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, there are things I don't like to do. I can do them. Yes. And when my label dropped me in the beginning of COVID, I had a, I cried. My, my oh. attorney's like, get over yourself, do it yourself. Yes. You know what to do and you're going to do it yes. better than them. Yes. And I cried and I'm like, 
all right, I don't want to do this, but I know I can do it. And yeah. I've gotten much better at it. I don't cry nearly. <laughs> no, I, I really, and I'm starting to really enjoy the process and the control. And I love making videos. I think you do too. Oh, yeah. Uh, watching your videos. It's like my, when I, when I was counseling, I would tell all my people, you have to play in your sandbox. You have to take time for yourself. And to me, when I make video, it's being in my sandbox. It's yeah. my inner child. It's going out and playing and just letting things go and see what, what comes together. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and, that, and that you get to be creative doing that too, doing your video. That's part of it. You know, what do you see? You write the song, but you don't, I don't really write the song with the video in mind. The video comes later. It's like, what do I want to do with this? You know, and I even run it by some of my people that, you know, the, the video guys and crew and stuff. And they're like, well, what about this? And I'm like, yeah, does that kind of fit the thing? So you really got to kind of pull it, pull it all together so that people get the vibe of what you're trying to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but, I actually do write with video in mind, but um, that's really? happened. I don't know somewhere along the line. Yeah. Um, as I, as I, you know, you know, country western is a lot of visualization and yeah. imagery that just kind of lends itself to video. Yeah. And so I kind of get an idea of where I want to be when I film things. You know, I need to be in a bar versus I need to be on railroad tracks versus right. So, so a lot of the songwriters, and I'm sure we're pretty. Uh, different when we're writing some and they I, they asked me this too do you write um the melody first or do you write the lyrics first i start with lyrics see and i start with the music you know, I, I start with a with a drum beat like a beat i, I took fast afterwards i know i start out with a beat like a tempo and then i do some like drum tracks and stuff and then i add the melody and i add the lyrics last after i really I, yes i almost have um i gotta start with you know where i wanted to go and i start with the chorus to the verse sometimes yes. in the, in the process. Yeah, yeah. and then beats start to kind of fall in and, and i start to get the rhythm of it okay yeah you're I like, start with it yeah, I'm, I'm weird. The tempo and... and it's funny because I'll have a whole track of music like written with, you know, like 20 layers of, you know, drums and all these, you know, different layers of synthesizers and guitar and all that. And then I'll be like, what do I want to write to it? Well, <laughs> I have to feel it. I have to listen to it two or three times. And then eventually the lyrics will come. Is that how it was for not No Stopping Me Now? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds started, like an anthem, like, ah, oh, like I'm going, you know? Yeah, it, it started out, I always write the music first. And then huh. what I do is like, sometimes when I'm walking my dog or doing something meaningless, like doing the dishes or whatever, I'll be humming the tune. I'm just weird like that. It, right brain, left brain is all wonky. But um, I write the music track first and then and the lyrics come. Well, let's go listen to this. No stopping me now. Okay, thank you. This is my life I have to shape it Or somebody else will 
It just won't seem right to let others choose my way. Gonna dig a little deeper and reach for the stars just like I want to. cheerleader in me coming out you, you oh, can do yeah. it yeah, i'm just gonna keep going but we all need to be our own cheerleaders we do you know we, we need some, some real self-care um some realistic goals mm -hmm. 
and you know we need to all keep things in perspective and be our own best friend yes baby absolutely so uh yeah so tell me something in tell me one of the cool backstories that nobody knows about one of your songs oh my goodness uh-huh making me um, think <laughs> okay i just released a song called olivia okay and um i was doing crisis counselor for a while and this is and olivia is about domestic violence but it's based on a true story I was working with a domestic violence group on date. They were doing sessions on date, date rape and date violence and with our wow. students in the body. Mm -hmm. And um, Allison, one of the girls that she was working with um, was being stalked and um, they had a safety plan and all of that. Um, but one day she thought she could make it from the, her door to the car in the front. And by the time she got there, opened the door, the stalker came around the door, stabbed her 16 times before her father came out. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's, you know, that's one of those things when you went, because I had a stalker at one point, and it, it's like, okay, well, you we take out a restraining order and uh, they violate it. But when they violate it, by the time you call the cops, they're already gone. It's like, what? It is it's a piece of paper that- yeah, they know that. So, you know, and they do, and they do. And I think, you know, you're, you're a woman, you're, you're gonna know there's a lot of things that don't get said that don't get talked about. There's right. even in the discrepancy of inside the music business of yeah. songs getting played, how many times women get booked versus men, you know, there's a little inequalities there and, and it resonates in our society, you know, it and it comes in dating. It does. So. No, I, I gotta go listen to it. <laughs> I gotta go listen to Olivia. Was that her name? Yeah, yeah that's the name of it. I just released it on Friday. Oh, nice. Um, Are you gonna put it on ISC radio? What's that? Are you going to put it on ISSA radio? I'm going to put it on. I have three new ones and I, I can't remember um, how, which ones I submitted. So I might have to just submit all three of them again. Okay. There you go. Video. So yeah, there's a, there's a program that Dennis Hartman has that, you know, if you've already submitted it, it'll tell you, oh, it's already in there. So if you do a double, whatever, he'll, he'll figure it out. So, okay. I, I've I've been so blessed this last year, Randy, with people going, you know, because when I first started, I used to say it was just me. It was just me. I'm doing all, you know, but it was cool. I, I, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. And then people started coming out of the woodwork, like Justin Ray Williams. He's like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to sponsor you a TV channel. And then, you know, of course, um, Willow uh, said, hey, I'm going to do ISC magazine. I'm going to take on this project for she's doing the magazine. And then my friend Dennis is like, oh, I'll, I'll run the, the radio station for you. And I'm like, everybody's wanting to help. And I love that. I love the fact that we're all, you know, taking a few minutes of our time to help each other. And right. like for Dennis, you know, he just one day, two days a week, he goes in there and he picks out, he does all the songs and he makes sure they're coded and blah, blah, blah. Right. And does that. He, it, so for them, it's like, well, it's not a lot of work, but it's just the, um, you know, the, their effort that everybody is putting in and is just so overwhelmingly just, wow. I love it. 
And it's grown so much. I've just been watching you and it's just an amazing process. But what's next for Tammany Dub Music? Uh, I'm actually writing one right now. Well, uh, yeah, I can't tell you who because it's a surprise. <laughs> uh, it'll be out later this year and it's totally out of my and, and I try to try to tell people to do this get because we are creative it's out of my genre completely completely it's like it's going to be like y'all are going to go what that's yeah. cool so, yeah it's I, I I you know went outside my box by a lot but I'm, I'm loving it and uh I'm, I'm trying to um experiment with my vocals and with my ideas and just uh let my creativity take over kind of thing and it's, <laughs> it's and yeah so i'm collaborating on this next one um and uh yeah it's a secret though right now so <laughs> so we have a few more minutes so tell me a secret about that people don't know about your music tell me tell you a secret they don't know yeah. about my music um i don't really keep any secrets <laughs> or maybe somebody doesn't know about your music uh uh, that my son does a lot of my guitar tracks for me because I suck at it. <laughs> He's that really good on the guitar. guitar. I, yeah. Yeah. Most people don't know. Well, they know I play, but I, I, I strum kind of thing. I mean, he's like a, he can, he can copy any guitar lick and slay it. Like he's just all, he's, he's had a guitar in his hands since he was three. So for me, I, I write with my guitar, but I don't play it out because I'm not that great with it. But I let him do all my guitar tracks for me. So because he's just really good. He's well, I do. Some of them. Any performances coming up? Can they see you anywhere? Um, yeah, I, our band is going to be playing here. I play all the time here in Atlanta with my band. Uh, let me check my phone. I think we're playing uh, at a place called Coastal Grill here in Roswell, Roswell Dunwoody area in a couple weeks. But, you know, if they go on my website, they'll see, you know, where where I'm playing and stuff. I mean, I'm like I said, I try to tell you guys, I don't pra I practice what I preach. I don't put it out there and go, y'all need to be everywhere. I'm everywhere. So you go to TammanyDub.com. If you go to my Twitter, I mean, I got my music's on iTunes and Spotify. You can't, you know, if you Google my name, it'll come up like five pages and stuff. So you can't. Where's her next tour? Google it. What's the name of your band? Is it Corporate Therapy? Oh, and here's a secret. You know why we call it corporate therapy? Let's hear it. I play in a band with six guys. I'm the only girl. I'm lead singer. And my six guy, I call them my six guys because we've been together for seven years now. Uh, they are corporate guys by day. They're, they're cybersecurity techs and they work for big companies that do cybersecurity stuff. Techie, whatever, corporate. And the music, our band, is the therapy. Yeah. So, Corporate therapy. That's I get it. I get yeah. it. You gotta stay sane in the corporate world. Yeah. Corporate guys by day, the therapy on the weekends. So that's, that's right. We play. So yeah. That's a secret. That's a secret. <laughs> no, it's like, what'd you come up with your name? Corporate therapy. I'm like, well, corporate guys, and this is our therapy. So and it truly is. Music, I believe, is therapy. Truly oh, is. I do too. I do too. Yeah. It's gotten me through a lot of tough times. When you, when you have nothing else, you have music. You still have your music. And, you know, my son told me one time, he's like, Mom, even if something happens to you and you get older and, and, and you lose your vocal, vocal cords, or whatever, he's like, your music's always going to be out there. You, you, 
It's always going to be there. I can always, always be living there. there. Always going to be living there in cyberspace. Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank you for being thank on my you. show tonight. It has thank been you. so fun diving yeah. into your music. Thank and you for um, playing it. I, I don't oh. like to very much. Anyway, but I appreciate it. Oh, You're very not a problem. Thrilled to have you. Okay, yeah. hang out one second. Okay. I'm on the road. Don't know where it goes. I'm on the road. Follow your heart. It won't let you down. Follow your heart. Take the 